Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the podcast. Very excited to have you in here with us as we sit down to talk about some personal development. Now, before we get into it, guys, I want to make sure we take care of the housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals who could receive the same kind of value. That's the best way for us to grow this podcast, to grow this movement, and to help as many people as possible, because guys, that's what we are here to do. Just help as many people as possible realize and reach their full potential. Now, along with that, guys, we do some pretty cool stuff here. We're involved in some ultra running, some different kinds of events uh, with some great people who have joined this network and this movement that is the Next in Line podcast and movement group, whatever you want to call us. Uh, But what you can do to keep up with all of that cool stuff we have going on is give us a follow on social media. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We usually post live updates on Facebook and Instagram as we roll through some of these events, so you don't want to miss those guys because we've got some awesome ones coming up. Speaking of which, we will be at Brazos Bend State Park on December 2nd. It is coming up so quick to support Michael Ruiz as he takes on his first 100-mile ultramarathon. That man has been killing it in the training. He's been doing some really awesome stuff this year, growing the distances that he has been running uh, and really pushing the limits on what he and a lot of us thought were capable. I mean, we've gone through this process and and pushed ourselves over and over, uh, just going further and further, and it's awesome to see him diving into that for himself. So very excited. Know he's going to knock it out of the park. We'll be pacing and crewing there. We'll also have Kendall Nelson over there running the half marathon. We're super stoked. She's at a really good training block as well. Um, And we're excited to support both of those runners. We'll be out there with a full tent and crew set up. So if you're running or you're thinking about running, just know that we'll be happy to help you out as well. So we'll be out there, guys. Come stop by, say hello, hang out with the crew, whatever it might be. That's December 2nd, Brazos Bend State Park. Now, along with that, we've got a couple more races we're looking at adding into the schedule. Nothing's 100% certain, but we're thinking about adding in on January 13th to 14th, Hoka Bandera 100K. My dad's also thinking about running the 50K. That's Mr. Billy Pitts. Uh, You might remember him from that awesome video that was floating around uh, of his finish in his first 100-miler, Rocky Raccoon, where he came in um, hunched over because his back locked up and uh, almost just fell to the ground whenever he finished that race just before cutoff. So a really inspiring effort, but he'll be out there with us as well at Hoka Bandera running that race. Very excited to have him in the mix there with us. Uh, If you're thinking about running that one, give us a shout. Besides that, we are looking at adding in on February 10th the 3 of 7 Project Trail Race. Now, when 3 of 7 Project put on their 50K, we went out to Georgia and participated in that the first year. Since then, they've switched to a timed event format. Um, basically, you get 8, 6, or 4 hours to get as far as you can on a pretty challenging trail. Um, and I think it would be a good training run for one of the races I have coming up. Uh, that we'll talk about next, but we'll probably be going out there with a group of individuals to Georgia to test ourselves out there in February, if everything goes to plan. That one's still in the works, but if you have any interest in that one, guys, please don't hesitate to reach out.
Lastly, the for sure race that we've added to the list for 2024, my first 200 plus mile race will be the Cocodona 250. That is a 250 mile ultra marathon that runs across Arizona from Phoenix or Black Canyon City, just north of Phoenix, to Flagstaff, Arizona. It's going to be absolutely crazy. We're going to have a crew going out there that will follow along and meet me at aid stations. We'll have several pacers that will join me for about 190 miles worth of trail on that journey. And it's going to be an amazing, amazing experience and event. And we can't wait to share that with you. Uh, That'll be May 6th through 11th, like I said, guys, out in Arizona. Uh, Definitely don't want to miss that one. If you're interested in pacing or crewing or just being around that, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to have you. So guys, that's it. And with that first announcement we had for races, it really kind of hit me hard that we are blowing through this year. You know, my wife and I were talking earlier and we're talking about all these plans for the holidays and and mapping out Thanksgiving. There's been a family group message with everything going on, the food, what time we're going to eat, what time everyone's going to get there, the different events and things we're going to have. And, of course, the who's bringing what with them. Uh, and who's bringing who with them, I guess, as well, <laughs> was a really important one. But it's insane to think that 2023 is already almost over. And with that, it seems like everybody's just getting crazier and crazier. And the times are getting busier and busier. And our schedules are just exploding. It's hard to get the things that you want to get done or the relaxation or trying to fit in something as simple as a workout into your schedule. It just seems almost impossible. For myself, last week I traveled all the way to North Texas and back. Uh, We were running around like crazy. I'm training a new person on my team at work. So it's been absolutely hectic. And not to mention I'll be in California for three days starting off this week. And then in Houston, again this week before we finally get back home on Friday. And guys, with all that craziness, there's PTO built in, there's different events scheduled with my wife planning on going here and taking our daughter to some of it, not taking our daughter, me planning on going certain places and running events and doing different things. And and the balance of it all is just absolutely crazy. I never thought about organizing who's going to keep track of and care for our daughter and and bouncing back and forth and coordinating with other people and and just how hectic that would make our lives. But it's been really cool to work through some of that and find the balance and and to to take on the role of uh, really being able to care for our daughter by myself in some ways whenever my wife needs a break and and also being able to support her whenever we're there together. Uh, so it's a really cool dynamic, but I digress, guys. I I really want to talk to y'all today about something that I think we're all going to struggle with, with the craziness of those schedules, the kids that we're uh, taking care of and trying to find the balance of, and they're running over here and running over there. They're in school. They're out of school all the family members that are wanting us to go to this Thanksgiving this day and that Thanksgiving that day, and even the Christmas holidays are starting to get planned out. And Lord forbid if you have any birthdays mixed into here and uh, and not to mention New Year's coming. So all of that thrown together with trying to wrap up 
another work year, end of the year reporting, closeouts, all this craziness that everyone has in whatever industry that they're in, it can get absolutely bonkers. And with that, it's very easy to let your personal development, whether it be physical, mental, or spiritual, take a break. It's very easy to let it backslide, to take your foot off the gas. And that's the one thing, more than anything else, that I would say we can't let happen. I know that I am working on a very strenuous plan and a very aggressively rigid plan to make sure that I don't take my foot off the gas as we go towards these holidays. Like I said, it's very, very easy to do. It's very easy to get caught up in the Thanksgiving, right? Not only you have all the craziness and all the movement and trying to get from here to there and matching schedules and being tired and all the hours you're driving on the road trying to meet family, but it's also the food. It's the amazing, amazing food that many of our families make where it's not just turkey, which is a really, really healthy source of protein, but it's the stuffing, it's the mac and cheese, it's the rolls. It's all of these wonderful things, the mashed potatoes, the green bean casserole, all of this stuff besides the desserts. We won't even get into that. But it's all of these crazy, crazy dishes that make it really easy for us to not pay attention to our diets. And then whenever we're wrapped up in all this, it makes it really, really easy for us to not want to go to the gym, to not go on that run, to not go on that walk, to not work out. All because it's just too much to build in to a busy schedule. And I'm not innocent of it. I struggle ridiculously with this every single holiday. And it seems like it's only gotten harder and more demanding the more disciplined I try to be. And I do things like start 75 hard, usually right before the holidays, as a way of policing myself and as kind of a crutch to fall back on to where I have this strenuous program that doesn't allow me to have any cheat meals, doesn't allow me to eat crappy at all, doesn't allow me to drink alcohol, and it forces me to do the things that I should. And I think for some people that could be a really good thing, but here lately I've been using it as a crutch, like I said. So my goal for this holiday season is to just make myself do the things that I know I should do and stick to a schedule that I have set for myself that requires me to work out, requires me to follow a diet, and requires me to be very, very intentional with my time. And I think that each and every one of us could benefit from coming up with a version of this that fits themselves, that fits what you have going on. Because let's be very, very honest. As we get into the holidays, it's challenging. If there was ever a time that we're going to slip up, ever a time that we're going to make mistakes, 
every time we're going to give in to that little bit of temptation is probably going to be right now. Because not only do we have all of these foods and all of these wonderful desserts and, and these crazy schedules and strenuous times that we're dealing with, we've got the people. We've got the bad influences. We've got everyone wanting everyone else to just enjoy themselves and have a good time. We've even got people that don't want to feel so bad about what they're doing or what they're eating or what they're not doing physically as far as activities go. So they suck you in. They try to throw you off your game because it makes them feel a little bit better. And it's not a malicious thing. It's not a a crazy intentional assault upon you. But in some ways you kind of got to treat it that way because even though it's a little bit of self-preservation for them, at least on the mental side and emotional side, it's a detriment to you. Whenever you're sitting there knowing that you should be making better decisions, knowing that you should be doing things by the book and by the standard that you set for yourself. It's really, really easy to succumb to that peer pressure. So what I plan to do and what I think is a good idea for many people that are listening to this podcast, set yourself a go and no-go list from the very beginning. Before you walk in, before you get around all this food, before you get around all the craziness that is the candy at Christmas, that is the desserts at Thanksgiving, that is all the crazy, crazy food that we have in front of us, almost the endless buffet that gets eaten on throughout the day over and over as we watch football and sit on the couch and drink beer and just relax. Make yourself a no-go, a go-no-go list. Figure out what you're willing to do. Figure out what you're not willing to do. And decide that early. Make agreements with yourself. If you haven't read The Four Agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz, please, please do so. Um, one of the things he says is we make agreements with ourselves. Things are what they are in life because we agree upon them. And you can internalize that and you can decide that you will not be eating anything that's crappy for you. That you are going to limit your carb intake to what your macros require for your meal plans. That you are going to make sure that you eat enough to where you're full but not so much that you're stuffed and not moving around and become super sedentary the rest of the day. These are all things that we can control and that we can help ourselves stay on track by consciously deciding ahead of time. And guys, I'm not here just to to preach at you and, and tell you not to have fun and not enjoy yourself. Guys, It's a great time of year. There's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot to be thankful for, especially in the crazy, crazy world that we live in right now. But the truth of the matter is, an opportunity to backslide and an opportunity to set yourself back over the course of what is not just a couple of days. It's what quickly snowballs and turns into two months 
an October 31st, Halloween, where we eat a lot of candy, and it goes into November, and we're so, 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 so close to Thanksgiving that we decide, you know, we'll start a little bit later. And then by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, we're in December, which means Christmas, and the music's playing, and all the decorations are up, and all we can think about is eating all those wonderful snacks, and then having all those same great dishes that were at the family Thanksgiving, once again at the family Christmas. And it becomes real, real easy to lump those two months together and the three holidays whenever you consider New Year's and all the craziness that goes into that as well. And to decide that you're going to take a short period of time off, just those few days, and it turns into two months of undoing all the progress that you've made, of turning back all of the greatness that you've been able to achieve, all the success that you've found, the weight that you've lost, the endurance that you've built, the strength that you've built, the discipline that you've built. It's very easy to get in that spot where you just turn it all away because you don't think it's that big of a deal. Guys, I've been there, and I don't want to go back. I hope, I hope, Y'all want to continue down that path and keep going. And while we're on the topic, I mentioned New Year's, and I want to go ahead and say it. New Year's resolutions suck, and here's why. New Year's resolutions are things that you know you should be doing now. They're things that you struggle with, that you're self-conscious about, that you're undisciplined about, and they're things that you and I need to improve on, on the regular. But however, we choose not to. We choose to wait for this magical day of January 1st. We plan to say maybe next year. We plan to say, I'm going to be different. But then we do nothing to lay the foundation. We spend the holiday season doing whatever we want, being completely and wholly undisciplined. And we set ourselves up by giving in to all these temptations and by being the antithesis of what we know we should be. to drop all of it cold turkey and to become that disciplined individual, to become that person that we know we should have been the entire time on January 1st. And if that doesn't sound just a little bit backwards, if that didn't sound just a little bit hypocritical or dumb, then I don't know what does. I before I got in shape, before I lost the weight, before I became mentally tough. I did the same thing. In year after year, I would start. I would start off by running. I would put down about three miles on a day, and I'd feel good, and I'd give myself the next day off, and I'd go run another three. I might lift some weights in there, 
I might go play some basketball, get a little bit more active. A couple weeks in, it was over. And it was because I didn't lay the foundation. It was because I didn't have the true reason. You see, whenever we set these New Year's resolutions, it's always the things that would be nice if it happened. It's always the things that, you know, it'd be a little bit cooler if I could lose 10 pounds. You know, it'd be cool if I if I cleaned up my diet. It'd be cool if I was able to get around and, and run around and chase the grandkids or the kids around a little bit easier. I was a little bit more mobile because I was stronger or, or got up and exercised a little bit more or stretched or did yoga or any of those things. And we set these these goals in our mind and, and these ideas of what we're going to do, but we don't really root them in anything. We don't really hold the desire and the true desire to change. There's not a trigger. There's not a moment whenever you truly, truly evaluate what it is. It's such a shallow, shallow request and a shallow approach because just below the surface of dipping your toe into personal development is all of that optimism. It's all of the immediate motivation. It's all of the things that you want. But maybe you don't realize or maybe you don't plan on or quite understand the work that it takes. And that you have to go deep, deep, deep below the surface to really pursue those things and to dive in and achieve them. So if you're somebody that's thinking about a New Year's resolution, I encourage you to take some time and rather than wait till January 1st. When we're all hungover and we don't start things whenever we plan to start them. (laughs) And when everything is stacked up against us because we're still traveling and there's still all kinds of bad food around and there's still all kinds of booze And there's no one else that's there to help keep us going and keep us motivated. Instead of waiting till that time, take the next few days and do something. Make a list of goals. Just a few. One, two, three, four, five, somewhere in there. And really write down goals that aren't just shallow, that aren't just on the surface, that aren't just things that it would be cool if they happen, but things that truly are rooted in meaning or value. It's not, I want to lose 10 pounds. It's, I want to lose 10 pounds because I feel like if I lost that weight, I'd be able to keep up with the grandkids a little bit more. I'd be more active. I'd be more fun, involved, and engaged in their lives. So it goes from being this abstract thing to something that's rooted and true. Maybe it's, I want to make an extra $10,000 next year. And if it's that, don't just give an abstract number. Give a date by which you'll complete making that money. Start looking at tangible plans and give that money a home. Give it a more tangible goal. 
not just an abstract number in your bank account that you look at every once in a while. Maybe it's the $10,000 so that you can go on that vacation that you've always wanted to go on, that honeymoon you never got to take. Maybe it's $10,000 so that you can save up to start that side hustle or that side business that you've been wanting to do for a long time but just haven't been able to get around to because the resources haven't been there for you. Make it real. Rooted in something. Don't stay shallow. Go deep, deep below the surface and see what's there. Guys, I know it's going to be challenging. I know that some guy on a podcast telling you that you should eat good on Thanksgiving and on the holidays and that you should start now rather than later and waiting till it's convenient for you and, you know, all these different topics and, and things that I've thrown out here that, that sound good in theory, but they're so hard to apply. I, I know this isn't what anybody wants to hear right now, but I feel like what each and every one of us, myself included, needs to hear is the truth. And that's what I've tried to do. So if this is something that you think you want to get involved in, if this is something you need more help with, if this is something you have questions or comments or concerns about, shoot me a DM. Ask me a question. Let me know what I can do to help you. Let me know what we can do to better serve you, whether it's just being somebody that checks in with you and is an accountability partner, whether it's just somebody that helps you find a program or a place or a partner or any other resource that helps get you from point A to point B with the least amount of heartache, headache, struggle, and fuss. I'm glad to be that for y'all. But guys, whatever it is that we do, let's make sure that we keep our personal development and that we keep the important things in our lives rooted and with reason as to what truly, truly matters to us. Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. If you received some value today, please, please, please share the show. Screenshot it. Throw it up on the Instagram story. Throw it up on the Facebook story. Anything helps, guys. Also, if you got questions, comments, and concerns, I'm serious. Reach out. Let me know what I can do to help you out, guys. Keep doing challenging things. Push yourself. Survive this holiday season. Don't take your foot off the gas. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line.